Lights are out. <laughs> I think I just lost power. Nope, you're still here. Everything what just shut answer? off around me. All electronics. I don't know what just happened. Well, well you, you're good. Hey, we are live. <laughs> it literally <laughs> happened as the intro was ending. What in the? Welcome to Tigers Avenue. <laughs> awesome. I don't know what just happened. Well, so much for my icebreaker, Zach. Oh, man, uh, that was the icebreaker. My lights just shut off on me. I don't know what happened, but uh, something definitely We're going happened. dark. I know it, man. All right. Um, so, my icebreaker was, look, I'm not wearing a hat. You know, it's been a long time on TA since I haven't worn a hat. That's very true. So, I, I mean, if somebody can give me the last episode I didn't have a hat on. Oh, I mean, we'll we'll give you a shout out. I I don't have money to just give giveaways, so we'll give you a shout out. <laughs> Welcome to Tigers Avenue, though. Bucket hat, man, man. I mean, we just yeah, maybe we can give them a TA bucket hat. The last we time we can send them a TA bucket you, hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. There you go. We got the some last time that Reagan did not wear a hat. Yeah, you can name that episode. Episode yes. number, the first one to do it, we'll send you a TA bucket hat. TA bucket hat. Man, I mean, whew. All right, I, I kind of got to get my focus back together. I, that completely threw me off here. All right, so lots to talk about here in Tigers Avenue tonight. Appreciate all y'all joining in. We already got some comments. Al Landry, what's up, my guy? Let's go. Let's go. Yes, indeed. I mean, we're getting closer and closer to football time. Indeed, let's go. You got to throw these comments up, Zach. Somebody in the dark. Best Best intro music ever. ever. Thank you. We appreciate that. Yes. Yes. I need. I need somebody to give me the first episode. The first. The last episode. I did not wear a hat. Get a free. Is there one? T A bucket hat. Trick. Trick question. There is one. There is one. Oh, you. Oh, you know. I. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. All right, guys. So lots to talk about here. Uh, we'll, we'll wait for the answer to come in here in a little bit. Um, but Zach, uh, camp continues to roll on and that's what we're going to, uh, get into and talk about first. Um, then we're going to talk about you know, we've been doing our, uh, different groups tonight is a fun one. It's going to be, it's, it's just a little bit. We may disagree for the first time. Really? May, we might, I mean, we might, Oh, Danny, I'm not saying for sure. One. Episode one, I don't think that's the last time. I don't think that's the last time. It may have been the first time. 
But the last time? I'm talking about the the last time I did not wear a hat. The first episode. Is she wrong, though? Well, I mean, I don't think episode one, I don't think I wore a hat. I mean, we were only recording, right? We we, we weren't video. Yeah, yeah. So episode one, we were were podcast only. Yes. So live, live, where you can actually see me. (laughs) Hey, y'all be sure to hit the like button. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. Share to all your social media pages. Yes. uh, So we can get this thing rolling. And for sure, for sure. Uh, spread it around to all people. T A on Friday. It has to be nice. video only. Yes, I mean I, I can't tell you episode one if I was wearing a hat or not when we recorded. I mean, yeah, I, you didn't there's see no video. Episode one on the video on video. So that would have been that, that would have been episode twenty. Episode twenty. Danny episode girl, one? Danny girl. We will confirm, and if you are correct. You will be the one to get a free TA bucket. Okay. Okay. We will have to DM you. All right. So, Zach, we're going to talk about the receivers. The the reason I was saying we might disagree is is this is a little bit more of a a tighter, uh, talented group. You know, in some of the groups we've talked about, there's kind of like, you know, maybe some, uh, you know, kind of we agree on mostly and not so much competition going on that, that's why i say we might, might disagree we we may we may be uh, you know uh, in agreement on this but i guess i guess our decision is going to have to be are we going three receivers the, the first three or are we doing four i, I said we just talk about all of them just talk about all of them preview all of them okay. oh yeah definitely, definitely. i'm talking about our preview starters i'm going to name three we can do that three. we can do uh i don't know i say let's go four <laughs> let's go four Okay, cool. ah, let's go. I got it. you. I got you. And uh, that we're gonna get Ant. Ant is uh from the Golden Boot Pod. Uh, we had uh Daniel on here uh last week. He was an awesome, awesome addition to the show. Well, not permanent addition, but for that night. Um, of course, Ant is gonna be joining in. Ant uh, is a great uh football mind. I think he is gonna bring some some wisdom. I don't, I don't know. There's something about Ant's voice. It's kind of like a golden voice. Just like he, he, it's kind of like like he could talk, and you kind of thought like like white noise. Like what's that dude? I can't remember that dude's name. He was like he was considered the golden voice, and he went from homeless to like millionaire because of his voice. I don't know. But anyways, just from talking. Maybe somebody in our chat knows. They can let us know. Maybe, but Mr. Ant from uh uh. The Golden Boot Pod is going to be joining us as well, giving us his predictions and how he think uh, how he thinks um, that uh, the season is going to go with first year head coach Brian Kelly. But Zach, we got a lot to talk about right here off the bat, so let's get into it. Uh, camp has been going on, and you had your first scrimmage on Thursday. Uh, there was a lot to digest from that scrimmage, uh, yeah. a lot to discuss. So Zach, give me your like number one highlights. From that scrimmage, what what have you heard about the most? So I'll give you like my biggest, I guess, like positive uh, two things that I saw that were really encouraging, uh, and then the surprises, which I think everybody's on the same page with that. Uh, so the two biggest things that really encouraged me um, was Brian Thomas and Malik Neighbors. Which I mean, this is going to be perfect for what we're talking about tonight with the wide receivers. Brian yeah. Thomas had a great day, and Malik Davis had a great day. 
I think that's awesome for the wide receiver group because um, this group isn't top heavy. Um, I mean, obviously you have guys like Kayshawn Butte and Jack Besh who were your top two guys last year and who are phenomenal players. But I think what you saw from Brian Thomas, and especially Brian Thomas, I'll, I'll get yeah. off of Malik Neighbors a little bit because I'm going to talk about him when we get in the receiver yeah. group. But – Brian Thomas had a big day. Everybody saw the video with Miles Brennan. I understand whether it was a sack or not, but Brian Thomas made a great move. He got wide open and made a great play, and he, he made plays elsewhere. So I, I'm really excited to see that. Um, I also was interested to see that Josh Williams was running with the ones a little bit. Uh, now, I don't, I'm not going to take anything massive away from that because I think John Emery – and Noah Kane are kind of the two guys right there, which was also another interesting tidbit is Noah Kane was running with the ones mostly. Yeah. Um, but they they very much rely on Josh Williams. And give credit to him. You know, he's a walk-on running back. He play, he's played a lot um, in sparing time. Um, and I, I think it's a credit to his, his work ethic to see him, you know, running some reps yep. with the ones, which was really important. Obviously, the biggest takeaway, the biggest interesting thing was that Jaden Daniels was running with the ones. Yep. Miles Brennan yep. was running running with the threes, and Garrett Nussmeyer was sidelined with a small minor ankle injury. Now, we'll see, you know, how minor it is. Apparently, he's supposed to be back um, already, so that's very encouraging. But it seems like Jaden Daniels. I know they've people have said one and two, but it seems like maybe Jaden Daniels has a leg up right now. Um, he has been taking reps at the one. I know Nuss has taken reps at the one as well throughout camp, but scrimmage, Jaden Daniels took the reps. Now, whether or not Nuss would have taken the first team reps if he had been healthy, we don't know. But it's significant that Jaden Daniels was the running with the ones in the scrimmage. Now, my two biggest surprises, Reagan, I gotta be honest. I had no clue, no clue who Colby Richardson was. Completely no, forgot. Same. Completely I forgot, forgot about him. Completely. Completely. And, and the dude was running with the ones at DB. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this is a guy we we just did our DB preview not long ago. I think it was two episodes ago. I didn't mention him. He wasn't – we didn't even mention him. We didn't – I remember I remember seeing the transfer news and, and yeah. all, the, all that good right. stuff, him coming from McNeese. But that was it. Like, I, I was like, oh, cool. Well, they got a transfer from McNeese. So that's some You're thinking depth. Off. Yeah, You're like – and then the dude's doing. like locking Number. down Kayshawn Butte in a few reps. Like, holy yeah. cow, that's that's massive. That is massive um, for Colby Richardson. I, I hope I'm saying his name right. Maybe it's Kobe Richardson, or I, I think it's Colby. I don't even know what the dude's number is. Does anybody know Brian the dude's Ke number? Brian Kelly, I'm pretty sure, said like Cody Dickerson. And it yeah. Was Kobe. He didn't even say yeah, that right like, now. I've, Brian I've Kelly, heard, yeah, it. like I've heard other people say Cody Dickerson, like Colby Richards, yeah. like whoever he is, he's good. Like massive surprise. I think just scrolled I think, out on the field. Just yeah, just like, hey, I'm here. I'm just gonna lock down <laughs> Kayshawn for a few room. reps. No biggie. No biggie. You know. Oh, so, <laughs> dude, that's that's crazy, man. Um, yeah. Now, I mean, yeah. does that stick? I don't. I don't know. You know, I really feel like Jarek Bernard Converse and Seven Banks gotta have those island spots locked down, but. Is he a guy that can provide you a lot of reps? Maybe. Does he provide you a lot Maybe of playing so. time? Yeah. It seems so. Um, the other thing that was really encouraging was Mason Taylor. Um, 
And I think he was yeah. probably the biggest takeaway from the day because a lot of people have talked about Cole Taylor. And obviously, Mason Taylor, incoming freshman, he's been mentioned. A lot of people have talked about, you know, well, maybe he's going to be the guy because he's he's got a lot more upside than, than Cole Taylor does. He seems to catch the ball a lot better than Cole Taylor does. Dude had a great day. He had a phenomenal day. And I think that's fantastic for LSU because we didn't really think that they were going to be running 12 personnel um, at all coming into the season because of the lack of depth and the lack of just people there, period, uh, at the tight end position. Yet they were running 12 personnel in the scrimmage at times, which is really cool to see. Um, But, I mean, they're they're still really thin there, but – to have Mason Taylor and Cole Taylor who had – Cole Taylor had a pretty good spring game as well. You know, yeah. it seems like – I mean, I'm not really, really big on the tight end room, but I am a lot more confident than I was with, with the tight end room uh, now after the scrimmage. So that was also really encouraging. And then, dude, the offensive line left to right, you got Will Campbell at tackle, at left tackle. Uh, you got Traymond Shorts at left guard. Garrett Dillinger at center. Miles Frazier, right tackle, Anthony, or excuse me, right guard. And then at right tackle, Anthony Bradford. Like, dude, I, I really like that five. Yes. I really like that five, man. Um, and that was really encouraging. You saw um Emory Jones also have a big day. So I am really, really looking forward to the offensive line play. I know there's a lot of question marks. There's a lot of a lot of inexperience there, especially in in that starting five, it seems. Um, there's a lot of experience there, but dude, I'm excited about the upside of, of that of that front five. And so, it, Al Landry said it: Will Campbell, Will freaking Campbell. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he he is well. I think he's probably the most solid starting, has the most solid starting spot right there at left tackle. It seems like he's he's the guy. Nobody else. Maybe Dumerville ro- rotates in there a lot with him. But yeah, Reagan, there was a lot to take away from it. I know yep. I've talked a ton, uh, covered a lot of it, but yeah, dude, I, I just can't believe we're we're almost there, man. We're getting closer and closer, and I'm really excited. I, Zach, this is just me, okay. My my first takeaway, okay. You know, biggest question mark on the entire team: Who's your quarterback? Who's your quarterback going to be? I told, said this after the spring game and i've said it a few other times my hot take was it was a two-man race between garrett nussmeyer and Jaden daniels and i think it is ever growing i think it is ever growing that that i don't know if it's growing regan i think it's i think it's here yeah like it, it like it's becoming ever so evident that that is yes. what it is yes. um look people are are talking up those two plays uh, with Miles Brennan to Brian Thomas and Miles Brennan to uh, Malik Neighbors. Number one, the Brian Thomas. Micah Baskerville was home. He was home. And that if that's a, a normal game situation, Brennan's sitting on his butt. Yeah, because, cause, I mean, you if you watch the video, you literally see a purple jersey yeah. running past Brennan. Yes. And like a half a yeah, and a half a second later, Brennan throws the ball. Why? Because Miles has been holding the ball a lot, and and that was his number one problem 
That was his number one problem. The number one complaint that we had about Miles Brennan in 2020. when he started the three games a few years back was he was holding the ball too long. He couldn't make a decision. And I think that was one of those situations where he held the ball too long and the play played out just because you're in a practice situation and you're not allowed to hit a quarterback that he benefited from that. And and if he was in-game situation, if that's freaking – what's his name? Will Anderson from Alabama, he's wrecked. He's through. He's done. Let's give him a little bit of a bit of a doubt, though. It was a great throw. It was a great throw, but he was wide open. You you yeah. better make that throw. Yeah. You better make that throw. I agree. Brian Thomas made the true freshman, by the way, the true freshman DB look like he was a true freshman. <laughs> and he gave Brian he gave Miles Brennan a layup of a pass. It was a layup. Yep. I agree. The route running, the 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 play. This is my point with those two highlights. The receiver made the play. The receiver made the play. Any quarterback who plays for a a, a, a power five school better ought to be able to make that throw. Why? Because your receiver ran such a great route, he fooled the DB and was wide stinking open. Yep. He faked him with the, with the comeback, right? He stutter stepped back. He looked back, and then took off. And, and Jalen Dalen Robinson, Jay, Jalen Davis Robinson, Jalen Davis Robinson, bid on it I, like like I've never seen before. And he was wide stinking open. Number one. So Brian Thomas made the play easy. Number one. Number two. He would have been sacked because he held the ball too long. And that seems yeah. to be a recurring theme with Miles Brennan. That that used to be his problem in the past. With the Malik Neighbors throw, that was all Malik Neighbors. Every bit of it was Malik Neighbors. Sage Ryan didn't have bad coverage. Yeah. He honestly was in a good position to make a play on the ball. Miles Brennan threw a terrible pass that honestly should have honestly should have sailed out of the end zone. Like it, it should have gone out of the end zone. But Malik Neighbors is a freak athlete and went up and got it. Like in the coverage despite the terrible throw, goes up and gets that pass. Yep. Malik Neighbors is going to be is going to be special. Both of those plays to me, to me, all the credit goes to the receiver. I mean that's I agree. Number one, that's a layup because of the receiver's route running, Brian Thomas. With Malik Neighbors, he just made a freak athlete play. Like like nothing was in his favor, but he still caught the ball. He, he still made the play. So those are my takes on that. And it continues to be very obvious that Nussmeyer and Jaden Daniels are the two guys. And I hate to say it, but it really hurts Nussmeyer to tweak his ankle. I, I mean, I, I mean, I don't I don't think it's over with, right? Because if Nussmeyer comes out once he's healthy and has a great scrimmage, you know, it could be right flip back over. But when you tweak your ankle and the guy you're really competing the starting for the starting position with gets all the first team reps and is now a practice ahead of you with scrimmages, right? With things that like the coaches say, okay, this is when he, Brian Kelly literally said in seven days, that's when we'll start seeing separation day one. 
Jaden Daniels is the only one out there to compete really for the starting position. So I'm not saying he's the guy yet, but it sure does trend that way. I mean, the mobility of Jaden Daniels, the experience that he has in Power 5, understand it's Arizona State. I get it. I get it. But he has experience in Power 5. Furthermore, he's the mobile quarterback, and he's got a he's got a practice ahead of Garrett Nussmeyer. That's just my thoughts. That's just my thoughts on the quarterback position. One thing that I really like seeing, and he may end up proving our predictions wrong. All three of us last week said Mike Jones, Baskerville, and Penn. Wes Weeks was out there with the ones, and he may not be the guy. He, he you know, Baskerville might be the guy. Baskerville may end up being uh, the starter, but it, it's really nice to see West Weeks out there playing with the ones and really didn't play terrible. He had a, a decent day uh, from all implications. Uh, it shows you have depth at the linebacker position, and that's a that was a position of concern going into the offseason. Mm-hmm. And Brian Kelly in his post game pre- or post practice uh, press conference said, "There's like six guys that could you know compete." in winning football. So that was a, a, a big thing for me that I, that I like to see is West Weeks is out there with the ones. So there's depth, there's competition at the linebacker position. One of the great things for me is LSU's DBU. I want LSU to have great defensive back play every single year. Never in a million years do I ever want to see what happened two years ago with our defensive backs to ever happen again? Ever it was and, and, and a large part of last year, and part yet yeah, part of last year, but it was sickening. I mean, it made me sick to my stomach. We we we've had great defensive back play for years and years, and to watch that was just it made me so sick to my stomach. Brian Kelly says he's not as worried about it, which makes me not as worried about it. Uh, I mean, we understood who Jarrett Bernard Converse was, the experience that he had. Dude, all all Big 12 player, uh, first-team defense, all Big 12. Um, we, we knew the athlete Seven Banks was. You know, we've I've watched film on Makai Garner. He's an athlete. Um, you, like you mentioned, this guy Colby Richardson come out of nowhere. And Colby Richardson or – or uh, Cody Dickerson, whatever his name is. Whatever his name is. <laughs> I've seen two different names, man. Yep. If he's locking up Kayshawn, he's got de- we got depth, right? For that sure. means we got depth. And so that's a great thing. I think Jay Ward is is, is a solid, is kind of sealed the deal for center field. Uh, it's great to hear Sage Ryan's doing well. Greg Brooks is doing well at the that's nickel. Um, Fouché was playing great at the other safety position. I, I mean, it sounds like Fouché is kind of a commander out there, uh, kind of a vocal guy. Love to hear that. Love to hear that because he was the captain. You expect that out of him because he was the captain over there at Arkansas, right? He well, was the it's, captain even, it's even really impressive because the dude just transferred in. Like he's he's right. he hasn't been, he's only been here a few months and he's already taken on that leadership role. You know, for a guy to come in who hasn't yep. been with the team hardly hardly at all and hardly as long is 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 doing that you know i think yeah. they have a lot of guys like that on on the de- defensive side of the ball which is really impressive 
Yeah. I mean, you BJ Ojolari, Mike Jones, Joe. I mean, yes. all three of those guys, you're like, those are leaders that are vocal. Ollie yeah. Gay as well. I mean, the defense has yes. some leadership. Yes. And I, I, this is me, Zach. I, the more it has gone on, like, the more I'm less concerned about defense. Like, I think our defense can be one of the best in the SEC. Under the leadership of, of Matt front, House. With the front, yeah. With our front seven. Could, could be, potentially. Bro, our starting defensive line is – that is a scary group to look in the face. You it's, walk between, it's between Jay them Clement and Roy. Texas A&M as the best defensive line in, in the SEC. I, I'm taking LSU. I, Argu- I've never, arguably. I have yeah, never I, seen I mean, somebody like as intimidating as Mason Smith looks. That is an intimidating man. And people are also talking about Quincy, bro. Quincy, bro, Quincy Wiggins is the same thing. He, he, he looks. Bro, he fills out the uniform already as a true freshman. Yes. Bro, Ali Gay ain't far behind him. Ali, you know who Ali Gay reminds me of? He's built like Caleb on Chasson. That's what he's built like. That long, lanky, just buff dude. Dude. I, Pause. I, <laughs> y'all, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm scared out of my mind if I walk up Mason Smith, Joel and Roy. <laughs> Ollie Gay and BJ Ojolari are standing there. Hey, at least you got a little bit of height. Imagine me walking up to him, bro. <laughs> I'd be like, whoa. That's yeah, true. Like, no uh, shot. No shot. <laughs> and and to to our point to go back on that, Will Campbell. There's been mm-hmm. some video clips of Will Campbell going toe to toe with Ollie Gay. I, Bro, he's Ethan Postage all over again. Like to me, like the dude, like dude can play anywhere on the line, anywhere. He's he's that talented. I I agree. I mean, he 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 could potentially go down as one of LSU's best offensive linemen. I mean, in he's LSU about to be York of of left tackle. I believe, and I I love Miles Frazier at the right guard. Anthony Bradford, the more you hear about him, the footwork, the more you like to hear. I, I mean, I don't know. Our offensive line just suddenly to me, of course, we, we, you know, you want to see in game. You want to see in game. But to me, it seems to be getting – it seems to be the beginning of a growing – a group that's going to grow together and be really stinking good. Because Garrett Dellinger – was a huge prospect. Will Campbell was one of the top offensive line prospects. Miles Frazier was an All-American, a freshman All-American last year. Anthony Bradford was in the top 300 players in, in the country. Like, it is a very talented group that with a full offseason under Brad Davis... And now Brian Kelly, who's known for producing great offensive line, can become a really good offensive line. <clears throat> so I'm excited about the offensive line. And I think be, having to go up against our defensive line will definitely help come SEC playtime uh, because 
guys, uh, that defensive line is scary. Scary. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about what everything that unfolded um, in, in the scrimmage. I think it's there's questions were already beginning to be answered, you know, uh, with the very first scrimmage. To me, that is at least. So um, let's get to some comments. I see some comments rolling in. Yeah, we got some good. We're already 30 minutes in, so we're going to have to move on to the next segment here. Uh, hopefully, Ant will come in here a little bit. Maybe we we can get him to talk about. Oh yeah, we're uh, going to bring him in here soon after this. After we'll get some comments, hit a break, and then we'll bring him (laughs) in and we will preview the wide receivers, um, and then also get Ant's predictions, expectations, picks. I'm excited. I've got I've got a whole thing for this segment that I'm calling it. I'm 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 excited about it. All right. So we'll, we'll get to that when we introduce him and bring let's him here. Let's hear it. All right, yeah. Al Andrew yeah. said, uh, Miles has more playing time in flip-flops than <laughs> Brutal. He's not, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Brutal. I mean, he's not wrong Brutal. at all. Uh, this is a good question. Um, Ray Powell says, does Miles Brennan stay at LSU if he is going to ride the pine for the season? I think so. I think he's I think he's content. I think he's, he's, all, he's good with it. Man, like I don't, I don't think he's like. Well, let me just go. You think he's gonna uproot himself now and go somewhere else? Jordan Tolles start did. and start all. Up. Yeah, but Jordan Jordan, Jordan Tolles is ain't, ain't even close to who Miles Brennan is, and and well, how Rob long Miles Brennan's like been after this. Jordan Tolles is in like what? This is like his. I mean, it's like his true like junior season or sophomore. I think season? He's, I think he's a red shirt sophomore. Red shirt sophomore, red shirt sophomore, true sophomore. Maybe. What are the two? I don't know if like, red shirt or not. Dude, but. come on. Yeah, like Jordan Tolles. <laughs> Has the excuse like, I True. I don't think I I think if I think they make him the third string like he's content he's like all right this is this is where life's at right now you know let me let me accept my NL money let me accept these I think he's living out his college years he's enjoying his college years and he is content like I hate I hate to say this but there is just there is no drive from my eyes there is no drive in him to be a starting NFL quarterback to to make it to the NFL as a quarterback there isn't there just isn't so i anyway he don't look it either he don't look like it no i mean he has a cannon i mean he 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 can sling it but he can rip it but he, he he's about to be freaking lorenzo from kentucky dude i mean he ain't he don't look like he's <laughs> in that shape man <laughs> He don't look. Well, like he's, he's not that big. big. He's not that big, bro. Okay, okay. I know he's I, okay. I, yeah, right. Okay. I know he's not that big. I, I know he's not that. <laughs> that was like what pushing three hundred almost. Right, right. But like the dude, out of all four, he looks like he's the least in shape. Like he is the least in shape. The least athletic for sure. For yes. sure. For yeah. sure. All right, let's get to one more. Al Andrews says someone will PP in their football pants lining up against LSU defense. I would PP in my fo- football pants if I lined up against LSU's all- defensive line. So, anyways, more Scary. nil money even as a third stringer. Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's completely content. R.I.P. Jared Lorenzen. Yes, R.I.P. Jared. Kentucky. Kentucky. Hey, he was cold though. He was. He I mean, for miles, a dude that was for a dude that was pushing 300 pounds. I mean, he moved around yeah. more miles, did he? Did. Yeah, like he has he has more productivity than Miles Brennan. Ever. Okay, all right, we'll, we'll stop. All right, let's let's qu- take a quick break, and then we will bring in uh, Golden Boots' very own Petty Murphy and Marshall. We'll be right back after this. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue Show 
They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, at Saints Anthem. And at Twitter, at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Five Star Hero. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Yeah. Yeah, the sound clips make a return. What's up, Ant? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Man, yeah, we're good. man, what's this background? I mean, man. He's got oh, it man, decked out, know. man. This man. Something, something, man. You know, man, upgraded. Something. Yeah, you know. A little it's something been, slight. Yeah, I got, got a little improvement since the last time I saw y'all. There you go. I like Looking it. Good. I like Looking it, good. man. Hey, dude, I, I've it, got – so I'm calling – this is what I'm calling this segment, Ant, all right? I'm calling it Petty's Picks and Predictions. You I like, like it? it? I like Petty's it. Petty's Picks yeah. and Predictions. That's I what I'm like calling it. the segment. I'm, I'm excited about it, man. I'm with yes, it. Sir. I'm with it. Yes, sir. Uh, you are your golden boot pod already throwing that in here. I, I see yeah, that, man. They want to know who, who your favorite <laughs> coach for. I mean, you got Pooh, you got Daniel, you got Chris. You know, I mean, um, it's, a, it's a tough. It's a tough pick. It is tough. Uh, but I'm a, I'm gonna go with myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that way. That okay. Way I don't okay. Have to, that way I don't have to hear from anybody else on the show for not picking them. That, hey, that's smart. That's smart. That's smart. Hey, man, they're nicer to you, though, man. They're brutal to Daniel. I mean, oh, yeah, man, yeah. Daniel Dan- takes them. Daniel, he's the punching bag, you know. Man, I swear. I, I They let him have it. They let him have it. All right, guys, so we tonight we're previewing uh, the uh, receiving group. Uh, man, I mean, like. Receiving group is going to be fun to discuss. Obviously, tons of talent and depth. Um, so there's a lot to discuss here. I mean, just to name a few, Kayshawn Butte, Malik Neighbors, Brian Thomas Jr., Jack Besh, Chris Hilton, Kyron Lacey, Jeray Jenkins. It's a deep group. Are you um, missing somebody? Are we missing anybody? <laughs> I swear. Yeah. Landon Abietta. Um, Landon Abietta. Yeah. Hadn't heard much about him yet. Yeah. I haven't heard much, but. Uh, maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe so. If there's a blowout game along the way, you may get to see all 24 uh, trot out there. Uh, so, anyways, the 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 receiving group, and you know, what what are your first takes with the receiving group? Uh, maybe what's your prediction for the starters? What does it look like? All right. Um, first thing, I think we're one of the most talented receiving groups, receiving rooms in the country. You know, up there with with Ohio State and probably that's it. You know, honestly, when you look at top to bottom. Um the the only problem that I might have a little is the experience for with the you, yeah, for you sure. really don't have a lot of games played um from your receivers. You know, even K Sean is as everybody's assuming him to be, you know, wide receiver one, he really hasn't played in a right. in a bunch of games, you know, at, at LSU. So that, that's point. my only that's my only that's my only real concern is that experience but talent wise man you got a bunch of nfl receivers on this ride you got a bunch of guys who could be day you no know, day one day two draft picks in case sean yeah. malik neighbors and 
you know, the list goes on. So I think if they can if they can reach their potential, you know, if they can play to the level we think they're capable of playing, we'll be fine. I think we might have a few, you know, learning curves and a few bumps in the road here and there from some guys who are going to be playing more snaps and, you know, being more pressure-packed situations than they have been in the past. But I yeah. think I think in some of those situations we'll see guys like Jare being counted on more because of that yeah, experience. For sure, for sure. So here's a question for y'all real quick uh, about the Kayshawn. Are y'all concerned about Kayshawn at all? Are y'all concerned about him? I, I, honestly, th- there seems to be some concern. Uh, you know, un- understood. You know, I mean, he's even publicly said it now uh, that he did consider leaving. Um, so, and the whole Brian Kelly in in his uh, con- press conference at one time saying, "Oh, I know his last name," right? You know, yeah. it, it seems like that's grown some. You know, they've gotten past that. Um, but is there a little concern about Kayshawn? I mean, does does he underperform this year than, than what people are saying, or does he live up to the hype? Well, I think part of the problem is the expectation that people are placing on him. Um, yeah. Like, I know sure. he had, you know, he was nine touchdowns in however many games last year, leading the country by a wide margin. But I think it's kind of unrealistic to expect him to come out and be, you know, winning the Belitnikov, or he's definitely capable right. of he's capable of doing it sure. but to to expect that is a little bit you know unfair right. to him uh, especially considering he's coming off injury um i think depending on how people expect him to perform next year yeah he could underperform i think he's going to be the same case Sean, that we saw um the last time we saw him play you know explosive dynamic with the ball in his hands you know if he's if he's in the open field, it's impossible to catch him. I think he's going to be that same guy. But I think the type of offense and the fact that we do have a lot more guys around him that the quarterbacks are willing to trust and get the ball to, his numbers might not reflect that he's that same type of guy, which right. might which might make some fans think that he you know he's underperforming or whatever the case may be. Right, right, Zach. What I, do you think about it? Well, for me, I think early on. Um, especially like kind of when before the Alabama rumors started swirling, I worried about an opt-out. I mean, we saw Jamar Chase do that, um, you know, and Jamar Chase, I mean, I mean, we everybody expected him to play. I mean, he got number seven. I, and we've talked about that whenever we, when we mentioned, you know, Kayshawn Boutte get number seven. You know, I'm concerned, like, he got number seven. Seven hasn't been it's as cursed. great. It's almost it's, cursed. It's kind of cursed, cursed now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, especially at receiver, minus DJ Chart. Like, yeah, yeah. Jonathan Giles, yeah, Jamar Chase. Like, it, mm. it hasn't been great recently for receivers. But I think here's here's what changed my mind on that. I mean, when they locked him down, you know, there is, there's NIL obviously all over that. But I think also part of that is there is incentives and, and requirements almost to play, I think, with that. I think I think a part of that NIL deal is hey you got you're gonna you're gonna have to play you gotta play for us um, now obviously barring injury which we 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 obviously hope that that isn't the case that nothing happens with him injury wise but uh, I think that is a little bit of a concern uh, as 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 Ant mentioned him coming off injury um, and I think I think as 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 Ant mentioned he has he hasn't played like he played. He had a, a really big last three games in 2020. Mm-hmm. He played the first six games. The dude hasn't even played, like, technically. I mean, I know in 2020 he played a full season, but 
as in being a, a starter, being the guy. Yeah. Like the exactly. dude hasn't had a full season. He has not had yeah. a full season being the guy. And yeah. we'll get to this in a little bit, but I think Malik Neighbors also plays a major role in <laughs> Kayshawn's season because um, I have a really big hot take on, on Malik Neighbors that I know a lot of people thought I'm crazy on. But but anyways, Kayshawn, okay. I, I'm not concerned about him playing. Um, I am concerned. I'm with Ann on, on the expectations. I think I think there's a lot of expectations. And here's another thing we haven't considered. After 2019, everything changed. Everything changed on the expectations of the quarterbacks. Everything changed on the expectations of the receivers. You know, if this is if this is 2017 and we have Kate and we and we're coming into the season, I don't think there's near as much expectation uh, on Kayshawn as there would have been sure. after 2019. 2019, you had Jamar Chase, you had Jordan Jefferson, you had Terrace Marshall, and now there are some major expectations on wide receiver one, wide receiver two, and wide receiver three yeah. than there was ever before, and the same this season. I also say this. I think the fact that, you know, what he did last year with Jake Peets and Max Johnson, the quarterback, a lot of people believe that the quarterback this year is going to be upgraded no matter who it is, whether it's Nussmeyer Daniels or even Brennan, that it's going to be an upgraded quarterback and that he's going to be in a better offense. So if he doesn't reach that same level he was at last year, they're going to kind of hold that against him. Yeah, sure, sure. So – yeah, I, I mean, I'm kind of right there with y'all. I, I'm I'm hoping to see the same guy, and and honestly, the talent's there. He's shown it, right? It's it's there to do it. Um, I think in a more competent, you know, not first play call, you know, first time play caller. Uh, I mean, you got a mature coach in a, an experienced coach in Mike Denbrock who has called the offense, uh, you know, just recently for a playoff team you know, past this past season. Um, so I'm pretty excited. And, and you got a guy in Cortez Hankton who just won a national championship yeah. uh, as his new receiving coach. So uh, expectations are high uh, for Kayshawn. Does he meet him, meet him? You know, them, we'll, we'll see it play out on the field. Uh, so let's get into the, the depth a little bit. Uh, Zach, you're, you're saying you got this hot take, you know, let's <laughs> – let, let's hear it then. You know, give us give us your hot take. Give us your starters. Are we going to do three or four? Are we doing three or four? We can do four. I think we can do four. Your four starters. Yeah, give us your yeah. four starters. So I'll give you my four starters, and then I'll give you my hot take. All right. So obviously, I, I, and I think this is pretty pretty straightforward for everybody. Um, obviously, Kayshawn, Jack Bash, Malik Neighbors, and then the fourth is where it gets kind of tricky. I think I think that's going to be. Brian Thomas, Jeray Jenkins, kind of in there somewhere. So we'll see. We'll see what happens during the season. Um, but I think the top three is pretty, pretty solid. Um, you know, Jeray Jenkins may have something to say about that. Um, but anyway, that's 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 my top four. Now, Mahate, I right, said who, this. Who was your fourth guy again? Who was your fourth I said, guy? I think it's I think it's somewhere between Jeray Jenkins and Brian Thomas. Somewhere in there, you gotta we'll call see. it. Give me a call. Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, you, gotta, you gotta call it. You gotta pick one, man. Call it, man. I'll I'll say Brian Thomas. Um, I think, I think ultimately Brian Thomas ends up having more receiving yards. But Dre is just that guy that whenever you need somebody, like he makes a play, and and he's gonna be that guy. He he kind of reminds me of a who was that guy back in like twenty. I can't remember what season it was. Cadron Boone. He kind of reminds me of Cadron Boone a little bit. Not not like 
that's not like a yeah. comp, but like yeah, yeah. you, you Cadron Boone just made plays, and you're like, oh, all of a sudden, like, oh shoot, he, that there, there you go, he made an awesome play. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't like this big flashy guy that was like a number one or number two type player, but he made big plays. Yeah. So I, that's kind of my mindset with Jare Jenkins. But my hot take, all right. I said this back in like November, December. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a hot take. I'm not gonna lie. I, I said this back in like November or December on a space, and everybody's like, "Whoa, whoa!" Like, slow down, slow your roll a little bit. <laughs> but but here recently, it's been picking up steam a little bit. Okay, my hot take is, I believe it. That it is a possibility. I'm not saying it's happening. I believe it's a good possibility that Malik Neighbors ends the season with the most receiving yards. I think that's a medium take. Whenever you say it's possible, that's a medium you gotta, take. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta stand on it, man. Malik yeah. Neighbors is gonna be the leading receiver in go. 2022. There you go. I feel it, man. There you I don't go. know stand why. It, I don't know why. I don't know why, but there I it feel it. And I know that's stand crazy. But a lot it. of the things that we just mentioned. A lot of things that we just mentioned about Kayshawn plays into that, right? Yeah. And and we also we also have to think that everybody else in the country knows who Kayshawn Booty is. You know, yeah. I think a majority of obviously LSU fans know who Malik Neighbors is. Not a lot of people in the country know who who Malik Neighbors is. Yeah, but we do, right? Yeah, everybody in the country knows who Kayshawn Booty is, and obviously defenses and defensive coordinators are going to know that. I think he's going to be doubled a lot. I mean, and, and that is going to open the door for a lot of other guys. And I think that guy is Malik Neighbors. I know it's a hot take. I know it, it seems outlandish maybe a little bit for some people because of how crazy Kayshawn Butte is and how good of a player he is. But Malik, I'm telling you, I, I can I can fully see him leading, being a leading receiver this upcoming season. <laughs> but I'm taking some shots at him. I'll, I'll, I'll add this to it, too. Who is – um? Who is one of the guys that both the quarterbacks have been working with this offseason? You know, all summer, all spring, it's been Malik because K- yep. because yes. of the injury to Kayshawn and stuff like that. So as far as as far as who who the quarterbacks trust on on that third and seven, you know yep. what I mean, and and who are they going to be willing to you know take a chance with? It's probably going to be Malik over Kayshawn because they have those reps, they have that chemistry together because of the yep. work they've been putting together. So it's and, not and that crazy of a take. It's not that crazy of a take. Honestly. And you've been here. That's what I'm saying. Like back in November, it was like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, you're crazy. But like now, here recently, it's been like, okay, we can see that, right? Yeah. And you know, another thing that you mentioned was the the reps. Like we've heard that <laughs> Jaden. Like it seems like Malik is Jaden's favorite target. Mm-hmm. Yeah, coming so far at camp, it seems like Malik is his favorite target. So that's gonna if Jaden Daniels is your guy, that's also yeah. gonna play a, a role into that take. So well, and in the spring, in the spring, it looked like that that was Nuss Nuss's favorite target to throw to. You know, they looked like they yep. had the chemistry in the spring. So yeah, either 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 spring. one either one of those guys, you know, that they, yeah. they look like they're gonna be willing to throw it up to him. Yeah, but all right, so my starters, my, I have the same top three as you. Um, I think everybody does. Yeah. Booty, Booty, Bish, and and neighbors, the three, three, seven guys. But I'm I'm gonna go with Jure, and the reason why I'm gonna go with Jure is because of the experience. Um. Yeah. And yeah. and I think that whenever you do have you know a lot of young young guys in the receiving room, and honestly everywhere, because whoever is gonna be our running back, 
Noah Kane is the most experienced running back you have, and he hasn't started a lot of games. I mean, he's played a lot, but he hasn't really started a right. lot of games. So right. Emory or whoever, you know, you have a lot of young guys out there. So having a guy who you can trust to know who's going to do what he's supposed to do, <coughs> line up line up in the right spot, you know, those kind of things. And right. Get everybody in the huddle in line and stuff like that. I think that plays a big part in it, um, especially with a coach like this, you know, who, who you know values discipline and stuff like that more than talent sometimes. So I think Jare is going to be that guy. Plus, he's one of the, he's one of our best blockers and he's one of our best. Yep. But he's one of the most clutch receivers that we that we have. So he's I definitely going to play a lot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I got to agree with Ant. Uh, those are my top four. Uh, I'm going to take Jare as the fourth. Uh, Kayshawn and Besh and Malik, uh, Malik Neighbors being your others with Jare at the four. Uh, you you literally made the point that I was going to make is, is he's your best blocker uh, probably in the entire group. Um, experience, I mean, the way he ended the, the season last year uh, with the A&M score, yeah. I, I think kind of, you know, it was like, okay, you know, this guy can ball, right? Um, and, and I think that's always been there for him. And he's going to be like your super senior, right? I mean, he's yeah. probably – I mean, he might be the biggest leader in, in the group. You know, I, I honestly, Definitely. honestly, Kayshawn may be like your, your – right, your, your top talent, right? Like your guy who's about to be the round one pick or whatever. But I honestly, I don't know if I see Kayshawn as much of a leader. Um, and that's just, my, that's just my opinion. That could change, you know, throughout the season. But it just doesn't seem like – he is a leader right now, uh, considering everything that has happened, which is understandable. That's not a knock on Kayshawn at, at all, uh, but it, it's understandable uh, considering, uh, you know, what has transpired with the coaching change yeah. and whatnot, uh, considering to leave. Um, so, Jare, I think, is your, your leader in the group, your best blocker. So, I think that's going to be your fourth guy. But, I mean, Brian Thomas, I mean, I mean Brian Kelly brought him up in the press conference and, 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 you know, he said he's going to be a contributor, and he needs to be a key contributor. And that was a big thing for me. That's why that that is that sold me on why Jare is going to be my fourth guy, is because as of right now, Brian Kelly said he's a contributor. He is a contributor, but we want yeah. him to be a key contributor. Uh, so I want to see I want to see Brian Thomas develop into that. And and he, we saw flashes uh, from Brian Thomas last year, as we did these other you know yeah. uh, like Malik Neighbors. And obviously, Besh. Um, but I, I'm excited about this group a lot. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of draft picks in this group. What blows me away is the fact that we almost let Besh go to Vanderbilt. Yeah. Uh, and, that blows- and, and, and neighbors almost went to Mississippi State. You know what I mean? Oh, like, my gosh. They, correct me if I'm wrong. They were both three stars. Yeah. They well, you know, neighbors, stars. neighbors didn't play his senior year. Uh, f- football his senior year because his school didn't, you know, they didn't play because of COVID. But yeah, and he's still, oh and that's one of the reasons why he almost got away. But you know, could you back imagine? To, back to Jare kind of reminds me of the, the Derek Dillon of the 2019 yes, team. That's what you know I, I mean. That's a, that's a like good that, example. Like he's not going to make all the all the big spectacular plays, but whenever it's a third and eight and you need a first down, you know you can throw it to him and he's going to come down with the catch. And yeah. and Brian Brian Thomas. Back to what Brian Kelly said about he he needs to contribute and, and no he has to we have to have him on the field at certain times. I think with his frame, red zone situations and throw it throwing, up, man. yeah, I mean bo- boxing out boxing out on a slant, yes. throwing it up a fade, whatever it whatever it is that with that frame in the red zone, 
it, it's it's almost unstoppable. And especially yeah. if you have Jaden Daniels in there and you're running an RPO, and yeah. you have you know you have the option Scary of running list. the sl- what what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think I think I, that's one of the situations where 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 Zach might be right and Brian Thomas yeah. might be yeah. might be over Jare, but it just depends on the situation. I, that's that's you're 100 right. I think there's going to be situational sets, mm-hmm. right? Like there may be a time when we need to burn the top off. Yeah. Then you may see Chris Hilton, right? Yeah. Uh, and and Malik and Kayshawn. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all, we didn't even mention Kyron Lacey. Look, he yeah, had a bad spring. Yeah. But that's bro. another guy I think in the bro. red zone who you who you'll see in the red zone because big frame. Hey, at UL, he was a nightmare in in the yes. red zone. So I, I I could see you bring I could see in the red zone you bringing in them two with Besh in the slot like nothing but big body. And then you, know you have I mean? like, and then you have like a Cole Taylor Mason, Mason yeah, Taylor yeah yeah like dude it's, yeah it's y'all it's like uh what's his name Rogers uh from A and M that that they just Kamari, kept throwing Kamari, to him Kamari Rogers I think was his name he was uh, like number thirteen with the Dreads, the dreads. and they just yeah, kept yeah. throwing it to him. Because they would get down in the red zone and he like he was that size. Yeah. Right. I mean, what and can you what can you do? You yes. Know? It, it was just it was frustrating because his size. Uh, like it's yeah, honestly, when when you get down there and it's just, you know, I'm just bigger, taller, and I can jump higher than you, there's nothing that you can do yeah. about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I'm excited about this group because I think there's a lot you can do with it. Yeah. I think there's certain Agreed. things you can throw out there in certain situations and be more successful. Agreed. I'm gonna tell y'all right now though. When I saw that concept with with Kyron going across the middle of the field, I was having like Joe Burrow flashbacks. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> when I saw him hit him over the middle with that, I was like, "Oh my!" I was like, "Yes, you know this is what we needed in an offense the last two years." You know yeah. that 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 made me think. Okay, you know, yes, Kyron Lacey had some drops in the spring. Had a rough spring mm-hmm. game. What were people saying about Jamar Chase preseason last year? That's fair. Oh, he dropped the ball. He dropped the ball. He dropped the ball. And then probably had one of the better rookie seasons as a receiver in the history of the NFL. So well, honestly, uh, 20, 2018, they all struggled with drops. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then they had that, that summer offseason where they went and, you know, we all know about it. But the next summer year came out. out yeah, the next year they came out and we all know what happened. So, it's it's I'm with you. You kind of can't write him off just because he had a bad no. spring. And honestly, there was one game that we saw that he had a bad game. You know, everybody's blowing right. up the spring game, but the the rest of spring good practice, you, the re, well, in the rest of spring practice, he wasn't bad. It was just that no. one game when he had a no. lot of drops that gets highlighted over and over. Yeah, right. I mean, kind of the televised, you know, focal exactly. game. Uh, we'll see though. I mean, there's depth. There's you know the ability to throw different packages out there. It's it's going to be a lot of fun to watch the receiving group this year, and I'm super excited about it. Um, and when Jaden Daniels is your start named your starter, I mean, um, um, whoa, whenever whoa. the competition is, whenever the competition settles. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, well, I mean, if you if you think about it, if you do have Jaden Daniels in there and you're running RPOs, right? You have you, to spot. You have to spot. You know, so yes. but you you can't spy with a linebacker on Jay Daniels. So you have to bring a safety down and spy with him. So what does that do? That's one on ones outside. You know what I mean? And so 
it's hey. back it's it's what 2019 was find the one-on-one that works in our favor and exploit it and that's all you really have to do now y'all y'all see the move that dude made on that oregon state db oh my god <laughs> and then and then it was like it was like all right we're, we're two yards apart and then about you know 30 yards later we're like seven yards apart yo <laughs> oh like, my god yo bigger and bigger man like that you can't teach that kind of speed <laughs> that db like, was lost he was lost bro yeah. i i i don't know that i won't say too much that that's that's what i want uh, you can't I mean, teach that, that man imagine I mean, imagine being on the defense and it's third and 12 and uh and he does something like that for 40 yards oh, you know what i mean like that's so demoralizing yes yeah that's, it, like, i we, mean it's, we had him we had him we had him exactly. that, that, it was that's what both. happens when you have a mobile quarterback you have to worry about him taking off and Bo Nix last year. Bo Nix last year. Exactly. Yeah. How many times do we have them in third and forever? And he yeah. made some crazy stuff running fun. around. Oh yep. my god! It's all. It's all it takes is get first. That's how Johnny Manziel beat Alabama. You know what I mean? Running he around, just, run, running around, making them get out of position because you can't cover for eight seconds while I'm, you know, improvising and, and getting buying time. You can't do it. And if yep. you do cover that, okay, well then I'm just gonna take off and run with it. You can't stop no. both. People, people forget so easily. Bro, Jaden Daniels was the number two dual threat quarterback in the country. Out of his fresh his freshman year when he actually had NFL talent around him. Yes, he, he was ridiculous, man. Yes, and ridiculous. and you got to the I Oregon mean, game. You also have to consider. You got to consider the coaching difference too. Yeah, like your your, your coaching difference between Arizona State and and what well, Brian Kelly has brought i mean they're well, working you know they're telling you they're working on his footwork when yeah but his his last two years at, at uh, Arizona State his quarterback coach was also the OC so how much one on one time and fundamental work and stuff like that is he really getting whenever his yeah, coach right. has to, has to spend time worrying about everybody well now that he's at LSU and he has Joe Sloan to, and actually has Denbrock helping him and Brian Kelly helping him, but he just has one coach strictly devoted on making sure that he's getting yep. better and developing. That's gonna make a world of difference, man. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm excited about Jaden. Agreed. I mean, I'm excited about him. Agreed. I mean, he, well, hey, he that, could turn some heads this year. That leads I'm us uh, into what we can, what I'm calling our petties picks yeah. and predictions. We can get into now. We can transition out of the wide receivers. Let's hit a couple comments though before we transition and get ants. Uh, last few things. Uh, ask Petty Murphy, who is your spirit? An- what is your spirit? Animal? <laughs> it's a tiger, Let's dog. Go. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. It's a tiger. Come on. All right. Uh, <laughs> ask Ant, is it true that your barber is listed as your emergency contact? No, that would be my These wife. These are wild, bro. These are, oh, wild. Okay. Out of, these are like Three out haircuts. of left field. That, no, my wife is my emergency uh, contact. There you go. There you go. But but my barber is my best friend. So, you know, I, I don't get free haircuts. But, you know, I ain't paying $50 like some people. That's all I'm saying. I, I heard that. I heard that, <laughs> I heard that man. Because my Tim Tebow haircuts, they be, they okay, be I, racking up. Zach, do you have breaking news? Do you have a breaking news sound? I got some breaking news. Um. Man, you know I don't sound know if we have. We need to news? get that. We have tons of sounds, but I can get a sound here. It's not that. It's not that. It's not that breaking. It sounds <laughs> like it's about to be a war. Or something yeah, <laughs> it wasn't that breaking. Whoa. Um, Zach Wilson just tore his ACL. Oh. Whoa. 
Zach Wilson just tore his ACL. Why are you playing your quarterback in a preseason wow. game? What are you doing, New York Jets? That's bad. What are you doing? Oh my gosh. I feel I feel I feel bad for him, but at the same time, I don't feel bad for him. What are you uh, doing? That's rough. That's tough. That's tough. That, that first is year, pretty tough. First year head coach too, so you know you're. And you're, he you're, got Garrett Wilson. Yeah. And Jamison right. Williams. Nah, Jamison's in. Uh, he's in Detroit. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're they, right but you're they right. have they have sure. Elijah. They have Elijah Moore. Elijah though. Moore. Yeah, yes. yeah. And they, they got some weapons for him though. But anyway, they they they. It might. It, I hate. I hate. I hate to hear anybody get hurt, but. For sure, it might not be a bad thing because their right tackle is out for the year too. Uh, Mountain Beckham, ben, yeah, yeah, he's he's out for it. So it might have been a, a throwaway year anyway, you know. So wow. just well, but look though, if they they get the number one pick, they don't need a quarterback. <laughs> no, so I mean, You'll Will Anderson, wow. Will, uh, or do yes. you trade, or do you trade back? Because you know you got somebody who's gonna want C.J. Stroud and and Bryce. No, so. I I'd, I'd go for Will Anderson. I'd go for Williams for sure. All right. Uh, All right. Yeah. This is yeah. a good question. This is a good question. Does Kayshawn have that same desire to play as hard, or does he already see Goodell shaking his hand? All right. All right. So this goes back to what you said real, about though. the Jamar Chase thing. For real, though. I don't think that Kayshawn could sit out this year and be a first round pick. Agree. Okay. That's, that's, I agree. Well, for he's, one, he's for had one, like what nine games? For one, he, that the injury concern, and two, you don't have the excuse of COVID being the reason why you sit out. Like NFL yep. teams aren't going to look at it the same as they did that year Jamar chose to sit out. You know what I mean? So I think right. if you sit out now, that it's going to be looked at differently. And plus, he doesn't have the body of work that Jamar had. So no. if he if he sat out, he wouldn't he wouldn't be a first round. And honestly. Everybody just saying he's a first round pick already. Now they're they're basing that off what they expect him to do this year. So if he comes right. out and doesn't have the year that we think he's going to have, he's not going to go first round this year. Mm-hmm. Alan, no, no well, that I agree. Going to have to take care of him now. No. <laughs> Al, hey, 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 So did y'all see the thing about oh, Joe Flacco God. being his backup? Yeah, and then. It was a meme where it says something about Joe Flacco's um, wife being 37 or something like that. Oh, gosh. Oh, that, <laughs> but now, now that Joe Flacco is going to be doing a little more time. It, oh, it, it, it's starting quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> he I will mean, never hey, live that down. He's hey, I mean, you, you know you know, he, he likes to keep it in, in circles, in the friends. So <laughs> yeah, you never right. know, man. You never know. <laughs> you never know. That's, that's good. Oh, All right, Ant, we need to get you uh, your predictions, predictions. picks. Okay. For the season, um, yes. I have a question. Quick question. I, this is this is a, a, a bit, it's it's a question that's been debated a little bit. We talked about the wide receivers tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about the defensive line uh, at the end of our mm-hmm. series. We're, we're going to be talking about defensive and offensive line with Blake whenever he comes to the show. What position group do you think is the best position group on this LSU team? Is it the wide receivers or is it the defensive line? I think it's probably between those two. But I mean, who are you picking? That's, that's my. I, I actually, I would kind of say it's between the secondary and the de- defensive line. 
Um, really? What a yeah, because well, for one, your wire like like I just mentioned, the wide receivers aren't that experienced. Like they have they have a lot of talent and potential, but you don't really have a lot of experience there. The defensive line, you have talent and experience yeah. across the board. And in the secondary, you have talent and potential across the board. You know what I mean? Even you got young guys like LaTerrence Welch and, you know, Jordan Allen who have the talent. Yeah. But you also have everybody who's a starter has experience. Who, who's Pretty much yeah. everybody who's a starter, this is their last year. You know what I mean? Right. So you have plenty of experience back there. So I would put them over wide receiver because of the experience. But I agree with you, Raiden, that the defensive yeah. line is is probably the, the unit. Uh, just because there's less questions. We, we've we seen everybody on the defensive line in the SEC. We haven't yeah. seen Seven Banks in the SEC. We haven't seen Converse. We haven't seen um, uh, Makai Gardner. We haven't seen them in the SEC. But they have experience. The defensive yeah. line, we've seen them in the SEC. And even guys like Wingo, we've seen him in the SEC. Maybe yeah. not for, for LSU, but we, we know what he can do in the SEC. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. So, so what's your what? What's your predictions on year one for Brian Kelly? What's your prediction? Right. So, I'm saying nine and three. The floor is going to be eight and four, and the ceiling is going to be ten and two. Um, I don't. If you're gonna ask me what games we're gonna lose, that's gonna be kind of tough for me because, <laughs> like, I know. All right, we're losing Alabama. All right, I think we can all kind of chalk that up. But after that, and like, but after, but see, that's the thing. After that, it's like it's a coin flip. We're gonna lose two of 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 the three. You know what I mean? Of Alabama, I mean Arkansas, A and M, Tennessee. To me, you're gonna lose two of those three, and then if the other one would be a toss up between losing to Florida on the road or Ole Miss at home. But I, you know, it, I don't think we lose both of them. You know what I mean? I just think it'd be one or the other. And honestly, I don't think either one of those. If you had to ask, I think we're gonna lose to Arkansas, Tennessee, and Alabama are the ones that I got right now. And I, only reason, I, only reason Arkansas scares me is because of their continuity. They bring back pretty much everybody on offense starters. Uh, they lost Traylon Burks, but they get Hazelwood to replace them. They get better on defense. Um, and they, their coordinators, head coach, and quarterback are all the same. Uh, same for Alabama. You know what I mean? Um, Tennessee, they have the same head coach, quarterback combination. If their defense improves any, you know, they're going to be a tough team to compete with. Um, so I'll, I, I'm going to go with them three. Because I, and you probably agree with me on this, I am more scared of Arkansas, Tennessee than like Florida Auburn. I'm more yeah, scared of Arkansas, Tennessee than Florida Auburn this year. And that's that's weird for LSU fans the, to hear. But the only reason I'm scared of, only thing about Florida is the quarterback. If he if he goes and has one of them soup, you know, phone booth, take off his off his suit, put his cape on type, you know, <laughs> games, yeah. then you know what I mean? He he could do that though. He's that good of a quarterback. Now Auburn, yeah. um, I understand that like I got a buddy of mine. Who's like a I did well. I did. I right, so I did a radio show a few weeks ago with a guy you know from where I'm from, and he said, and this is very true. He told me, Arkansas and Auburn, those are two teams that whatever you expect, they usually give you the opposite. You know, if you expect them to be good, they usually suck. If you expect them to suck, they're usually good. So I can see Auburn. We expect them to suck. I can see them winning, you know, six, seven games just because everybody expects them not to be good. I just don't know how they do it man like if you look at their receiving core 
I don't it doesn't really scare me. Uh, no disrespect to Coy Moore or anybody who's over there. You know, I just I haven't seen any of them you know take over a game like Tank Bigsby. Yeah, worried about him. But yeah. if you stop Tank Bigsby, then you pretty much stop Auburn. They're gonna be very much heavy run. Right. Yeah. Tank, and, and and Tank Bigsby's gotta go up against our best group. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And so and then that's the thing. If they get down 17 to 3. You know, whatever the case, can they can they throw the ball enough to come back? Who is their quarterback? Zach Zach Calzada doesn't really scare me. Honestly, I'm more worried about the kid from Oregon than any of their other quarter uh, Ashford or whatever. Right? I'm more worried about him than the other two because he's he's one of them mobile cats. You know what I mean? So yeah, I I just, I'm I'm not really worried about Florida or maybe in two years when they if Napier can build something. But right now, Florida is not really. They got they got some some issues over there too for yeah. sure <laughs> well there you hear it man nine and three from ant uh I, i'm right there with you but something i don't know my, my gut tells me there's a possibility if Jaden daniel pans out to be better than what we're expecting 10 and 2 well Jaden daniels can win you a game by itself you know what i mean he can yeah he can he can break one of those runs like he did versus oregon state and you know that could be the difference in the game so you flipping flip he can flip the field with one run by so you know what yep. I mean? So yeah. I, but I'm gonna say because it's year one, this team's just come together. It's this year, this you know, staff's first time together. You know, they're gonna figure some things out in the season. And I think it's gonna yep. be, end up being nine and three. That's well, I think I think that I think you're gonna have a game lost kind of on miscommunication or you sure. know depth and you know, if we if we go down a running back in the game or if we go down a linebacker in the game. I think, you know, some positions – Yeah, some positions – Yeah, some positions you really just can't afford to lose anybody yet. And um, yeah. I think yeah. that might be the difference between winning a game you shouldn't or, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, Ant, we appreciate you hopping on. Um, no, we appreciate all your man. Absolutely, job, man. man. You, always awesome to have you on. We appreciate you joining in, giving your input. Y'all go follow Ant on Twitter, and, of course, make sure you listen to the Golden Boot Pod. He is a part of that. Uh, they have fantastic shows. Uh, Daniel, who was here last week, is a part of that as well. Uh, they cover, you know, Louisiana High School, HBCU, and, of course, your Fighting Tigers of LSU. So, y'all go check all his stuff out. Appreciate you joining in, Ant. Y'all show him some love. Make sure y'all like and subscribe to Tigers Avenue too, man. There you, know, you go. There you go. That. Get, get that get that numbers up, man. These there guys, you go. These guys do great work and they don't they don't get the recognition they deserve. But there you go. keep keep working, man. Keep grinding. Y'all doing y'all thing, man. Appreciate that, Ant. Appreciate it. We appreciate it. All right, guys. We're gonna hit a yeah, man. Yeah, man. We're gonna hit a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll wrap it up. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter. TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right. Man, what a great show. What a great show. I have a Annou little bit of announcement. Announcement, huh? Yeah, we got to announce this, man. Come on. Tomorrow at 3 p.m., we will be live. 
And we'll be having a special bonus guest. episode. We're going to have a bonus episode interview with Tavion Galloway. He'll be joining us for about 30 minutes or so. Yes, sir. Uh, to discuss all things his recruitment. Uh, I'm sure we will talk uh, more about, you know, just him personally, his life, what he enjoys in life outside of football. And we'll also talk to him about uh, this upcoming season with LSU football, get his take on LSU football this upcoming season, maybe get his sure. prediction, kind of see what he's thinking with them. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. Yes, please come check that out tomorrow. Check out our bonus episode with Tavian Galloway. Really looking forward to that. Uh, we've been talking to some recruits. Uh, we, you know, we had JoJo Stone on not too long ago. Always enjoy having recruits on to talk to them about their recruitment process, especially with a new staff. In, you know, I mean, it's always awesome to find out, you know, what sold them to the LSU Tigers. What did they tell you? Right. You know, so it's going to be a blast. Y'all come join into that show. Uh, probably won't be a full one hour show. Um, but uh, yes, we will have a bonus. Ray Powell, if we go down a running back, does Harold Perkins go to running back? Very good. I mean, possibly. Highlight, you know, his high, high school highlight reel says he can. Uh, so, I mean, shoot, why not? Great show tonight, Leslie Dupree. Appreciate it, guys. Al Landry, always a faithful listener. We appreciate you joining in. Continue your. Uh, continued support. Appreciate y'all joining in and interacting tonight. Ant was fantastic. Uh, he was did a great job. We always enjoy having uh, the guys from the Golden Boot Pod on. Uh, if you're just now watching, you can always go back and watch Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to listen, your preferred podcast down here, you can do that as well. It'll be posted um, uh, shortly after. So, appreciate you joining in the Tigers Avenue. We'll catch you tomorrow for the bonus episode with Tavion Galloway. See you then. Five Star Hero, take us out. Peace. Who that, who that five star? Who that, who that five star? And the LSU Tigers, LSU Tigers.